Welcome to the House of God podcast presented by the Collective Choir on Eau Claire Hometown Media. We'll share sermons to help you get to know a different Chippewa Valley church each week and to keep you up to date with the Collective Choir. I'm Shane Spencer, and here's your host, Zachariah Putney. Welcome back to the podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you for listening. We have hundreds of listeners now here on this podcast, and it's, it's humbling and exciting, and thank you for listening. I believe in this idea. I believe in unity between brethren in our valley here, and I want to keep seeing that growing. I pray for unity between our churches, and I pray in some small part this podcast can be a part of that. We do this podcast on behalf of the Collective Choir. They meet at 6 o'clock on Monday evenings, so please check that out if you get a chance. That happens at Valleybrook Church in downtown Eau Claire. Come sing with us. Worship the Lord with exuberant praise. This week we get to experience uh, Trinity Lutheran Church in Eau Claire at 1314 East Lexington Boulevard. Their website is trinity-ec.org. This week we have a Christmas Eve sermon for you from a little more traditional style church than the ones we've been doing. This also contains a lot more music than we've been using. Um, I normally clip out the music due to copyright concerns, but Christmas music is mostly public domain, especially the old hymns we sing, so you can look forward to some of that. Um, Also, speaking of music, the pianist in service is Dr. Frank Watkins. If you've seen our Christmas concert video, you'll see him playing keys with us there, and he's played with us many times before. It's a joy to play with him. He's incredibly talented. Pastor Patrick Patterson sharing the message with you here today. I asked him what he'd like me to share about Trinity Lutheran Church, and he says they're a reconciling in Christ congregation that welcomes and values all people, and that's a central aspect of their ministry. And the Trinity Food Pantry operates five times each week, so they'd like that resource to be known to all. So please enjoy the liturgy and music and sermon here from Trinity Lutheran Church in Eau Claire. Merry Christmas and welcome to worship with Trinity Lutheran Church here in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It is great to be with you all in this digital space. I'd like to invite you to please grab some crackers or bread, wine or grape juice because we're going to be celebrating the sacrament of Holy Communion later in this worship service. I'd also like to invite you to our Sunday worship services at 815 for our traditional or 945 for our contemporary service. This coming Sunday, we're going to have a very special worship service. All the Eau Claire area pastors from the ELCA have gathered together to make a service of lessons and carols. And there are going to be some special uh, guest appearances by some Trinity members. And I invite you to check that out on Sunday morning. But today, today we are going to celebrate Christmas Eve. It's a day that we usually gather in this space and we cram together in the pews as family and friends. 
and we sing Silent Night, and we hear the greatest story ever told. But tonight, today, whenever you're watching, it's different. Because 2020 has been a very different year. It's been full of ups and downs, heartache and woe, financial instability, emotional times, and we've all had to adapt. So whether you're at home with family and friends or you're at home by yourself, know that this is true. That Christmas still comes. That Christ is born for you, for me, for the entire world. Emmanuel, God is with us. Welcome to worship. Christmas is here. Please join me for our call to worship. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. Come, let us worship God, whose light brings hope to a weary world. Please join us in the Christmas litany. Emmanuel, God with us, interrupt and open our eyes to the wonder of this night that we might catch a glimpse of your glory in the simplicity of these moments. May your light shine. Emmanuel, God with us, interrupt and soften our hearts to the message of this hour that we might turn toward you and have the way prepared in us for your coming. May your light shine. Emmanuel, God with us, interrupt and open our minds to truly listen to all who speak and sing this evening, that we might hear your voice cry out from many lips. May your light shine. Emmanuel, God with us, interrupt and fill our spirits with the courage to admit when we are lost and the insight to recognize that we have been found. May your light shine. Emmanuel, God with us, with eyes open, hearts softened, minds listening, and spirits full, we rejoice that you interrupt what we have in mind in order to bring into being something more than we dare to imagine. May your light shine. Amen. We now sing, O come, all ye faithful. Oh 
please join us for a special confession here on Christmas Eve. We were heavy with sorrow, but joy interrupted. We were deep in the night, but a star appeared. We were silent with sadness, but the heavens rang. And the splendor shone around them when the time had fully come. We were hardened by conflict, but love intervened. We were frightened by shadows, but light took them away. We were haunted by fears, but a child brought us hope. And she laid him in a manger when the time had fully come. We were dismal and defeated, but faith set us on fire. We were weary and complaining, but our hearts discovered praise. We were doubtful and confused, but a door to life was opened. And the guiding star went before them when the time had fully come. We were arrogant and angry, but his innocence disarmed us. We were cruel, crude, and clumsy, but his grace made all things new. We were selfish, narrow, greedy, but his joy we had to share. And they offered him their treasured gifts when the time had fully come. We were sheep who had lost their way, but the shepherd knew our names. We were strangers without a country, but our kingdom came to us. We were children far from home, but God sent Jesus to guide. And the word was flesh among us when the time had fully come. Let us pray. Beloved Jesus, may we have the faith and insight of the wise men, who when faced with an ancient hope of a foreign people and the appearance of a remarkable light, grasped the connection and went and followed that star. We stand now at the border of a new year, which is like an unknown country. We don't know what we will experience as we traverse it. We don't know what obstacles will lie across our paths. Lead us like the wise men on a quest of faithfulness and worship, of hopefulness and giving, and always unto you. Amen. May the wonder and peace of Christ Jesus be reborn in you tonight. And also in you. Please share a sign of peace.
First reading comes from Psalm 96. O oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is to be revered above all gods, for all gods of people are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory do his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in holy splendor. Tremble before him all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. The world is firmly established. It shall never be moved. He will judge the people with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar, and all that fills it. Let the field exult, and everything in it. Then shall all the trees of the forest sing for joy before the Lord. For he is coming, for he is coming to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness, and the peoples with his truth. Word of God, Word of Life. Thanks be to God.
The sermon will resume after a testimony from the collective choir. Hi everyone, my name is Sherry and I live in Eau Claire. I wanted to talk today just for a moment about my relationship with Jesus. It all started August 10th of 2000 when I accepted him. The biggest change was that I was finally able to get clean and sober. The Lord has promised to give me the strength to get through each and every day of my life. He's given me courage. He's given me strength. He's given me unconditional love. He's given me forgiveness. He's given me the collective choir to sing with, which has been healing in itself, being able to sing with them. The Lord Jesus is capable of saving you and of loving you and giving you the strength to face daily challenges every single day of your life. The Lord is the best gift giver. Thank you, Sherry, for that testimony. We'll take you into the start of the sermon here from Trinity Lutheran Church. Our Christmas reading comes from Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. 
Well, good evening this Christmas Eve or good afternoon or whatever time you happen to be catching this worship service. We're so glad that you can be with us. This, this virus that's been keeping us distant cannot be overcome by this story that brings us together. This story here on Christmas Eve that Luke tells so well that we have been um, kind of waiting for, the, the culmination of weeks and weeks of, of stories that we've heard from the Old Testament and the New, each of them kind of teeing it up for us until at the end of these four weeks of Advent, we finally get to say uh, Merry Christmas. We get to welcome the baby in Bethlehem. And it's so cool because in those Old Testament, uh, prophets actually spoke about Bethlehem. Bethlehem was a little backwater town out in the boonies. It had nothing to do with seats of power like Jerusalem or Rome, but here it is. Bethlehem becomes the nexus of the good news of God. It becomes kind of the crossroads where it all comes together. Bethlehem, the birthplace of King David, and now Bethlehem, the birthplace of King Jesus. And it kind of reminds us that, that the world's hopes don't lie in the hands of worldly leaders. The world's hopes actually lie there in the manger in a little town of Bethlehem 2,000 plus years ago. And, and our hopes are right there in Christ. But what an unusual place, right? Here we have this homeless family out in a barn uh, with a baby and, and that becomes our focus for this whole thing. Imagine if that were today. Imagine down at the Beacon House downtown where our homeless families are staying even tonight. And if that story were about a baby born there. That's kind of the, the understanding that we have. This was not some big event. This was something that kind of happened quietly in the world. But it contrasts so dramatically with the power of Caesar Augustus' throne, right? It, it, it's totally a different story as, as Pastor Tom kind of spoke about Mary being such an unexpected God-bearer in this story. But here we have this child lying in the manger who is already the Messiah. This baby who can't do anything on its own, this baby vulnerable and lying wrapped in the swaddling clothes in a manger, a cow trough, is our Messiah. That's the way that the angels announced it. That's the way that God intended it. I'm here with all these beautiful Christmas trees and wherever you are, you're probably in view of your Christmas tree at home, right? I'm sure it's beautiful with some lights on it and some ornaments and of course some presents underneath. This brings up a very deep theological question that I want to pose to you. Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, right? 
Do you open those gifts on Christmas Eve or do you wait until Christmas Day? Years ago, when I was a little kid, we always opened up the gifts from mom and dad and grandpa and grandma and from one another on Christmas Eve. But we couldn't do that until after the dinner, all six kids, mom and dad, grandpa and grandma, huge dinner, and then we had to wash the dishes. And whoever's week it was, we had a dishwasher and a dish dryer. The dryer had to dry them and put them all away. They never could do it fast enough. So all six of us kids would help out on that night to get all the dishes done and get them put away so that we could get to those gifts under the tree. Christmas Eve. Then on Christmas morning was when the gifts from Santa were unwrapped. And so we've gone through different traditions. It's a little shifted now as well. And so, um, you know, that's kind of fun. But as you look down at each of those gifts under your tree, I bet there's something on it that says to, and then the name of the person the gift is for, and from the person who is giving the gift, right? I did a lot of the, the wrapping this year, and I don't even use one of those tags. I just take a Sharpie, and I write to and from right on there. But each of those gifts says to, and then the name. Listen back to that story. You may have missed this one little part. Verse 11, to you, this day, in the city of David, a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. To you is born this day. To you, a Savior. To you. It's the most important part of this whole story. To you is born this Savior. The gift of the Savior to you. It's been a tough year, as Pastor Tom was saying in, in the welcome. It's been a challenging year for some. Uh, some might be just holding on, just trying to get through. Others may be doing okay. Others might be even striving. But that's the incredible thing about it, is this gift of to you is for all people. Those who are just barely hanging in there and those who are thriving, it's a gift of great joy to all the people. This free gift that nothing we do can earn it. Nothing. It is truly a gift. And the great part is it doesn't require any batteries and no assembly required. And even better, you can re-gift this one. You can re-gift this one because, in fact, it's best if you do re-gift it because you get to retain it, but then you get to share it with others. The re-gifting doesn't subtract, but rather it multiplies the gift. The gift it can sit on a shelf somewhere, kind of like your decorations where you put them away and once a year you pull them out. It can. That's okay too. But it really is better. And it makes the most of the gift if you 
get it out and you use it all the time. That you're, you're just constantly messing around with it. Um, I got to tell you, um, there are kids who are going to open up gifts tonight and they're going to be so enamored with that gift. They're going to use it over and over and over and over until it finally breaks, right? They can wear it out. This is a gift you can't wear out. I know about those times of wearing out. I had a very special gift when I was about four or five years old. I have a picture of me with a little buzz cut and um, my best friend Gumby staying right there hanging on to my shirt. Gumby was my favorite gift. Gumby was full of bendable joy that I could take around with me on my bike or on the sled or anywhere I wanted. Gumby was my friend and I played with Gumby until ultimately he had a compound fracture and the wire came right out of the back of his leg and I don't know whatever happened to Gumby. But I've gone for 50 years or more without Gumby. And I happened to mention this story during our staff devotions this week, and suddenly I have a Gumby again. And I am so happy. I'm just going to play with Gumby all Christmas Eve. It's that kind of a gift. But that's the kind of gift that this, this to you is all about too. This gift to you is about getting it out and using it and playing with it and understanding it and growing deeper in your, your time with it. This gift of to you. God has given us this gift to you. Now, when you use this gift that God has given us, we can use this to kind of discern how God is leading us in this world, where God is taking us, where God is showing up. We can use this gift as kind of our, our theological lens to see God's activity in the world. This gift to you that God has given you tonight, this gift can be used to address all kinds of challenges you're going to face in your life. This gift of God's love and grace is going to be this gift that will become a tool to help you to move with the shifting challenges of time and, and kind of move forward into this changing world. To you comes with a lifetime warranty. To you comes with a divine presence guarantee that God's presence is going to be with you always. This, this good news of great joy for all the people, this gift to you is something that God wants you to have tonight, that God wants you to open, maybe for the first time, maybe for the 150th time, I don't know. But it reminds us also of that gift that's given to you. And we're gonna be celebrating the sacrament of, of the Lord's Supper in just a little while, remembering this, this gift of God's blood and body, that body and blood, that bread and the wine shed for you, given to you. So here again, this good news of great joy for all the people 
Listen to it one more time. To you was born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. Unwrap it. Enjoy it because it's given to you. time, I invite you to please gather those communion elements of bread or crackers, wine or grape juice, and join me in this litany for communion. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give God thanks and praise. On the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And again after supper he took the cup, gave thanks and gave it for all to drink, saying this cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. For as often as we eat of this bread and drink of this cup 
we proclaim our Lord's death and resurrection until he comes again. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Come to this feast prepared for you. Thanks be to God. I invite you now to practice communion by extending the wafer and the wine or whatever sort of bread you have or grape juice and say the body of Christ given for you and the blood of Christ shed for you. Thank you. 
Let us pray. We give you thanks, Almighty God, that you have refreshed us through the healing power of this gift of life. And we pray that in your mercy you would strengthen us through this gift, in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another. For the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Receive this blessing on Christmas Eve. God, the Creator who delights in you, Jesus, the Savior who is born for you, and the life-giving Spirit who shines on you, bless and keep you in hope and peace. Amen. Let us now light candles at home and sing Silent Night.
Emmanuel, God with us, you grace us with life and breath and give us bread for the journey. Send us out into this world that you love, telling the amazing news of your coming to be, Savior and Lord of all. Amen. Thanks again to Trinity Lutheran Church for sharing their Christmas sermon with us. Check them out at trinity-ec.org. Check out the Collective Choir on Spotify. You can find our theme song there. It's called Philippians 1-6 on Facebook and at collectivechoir.org. Love you all. Thanks for listening. Keep listening. There's more to come. Have a good week. Have a good life. Share these with your friends if you are enjoying them and all that. Our announcer was Shane Spencer. I'm Zachariah Putney, and thank you for joining us. God bless. Thanks for listening to the House of God podcast, presented by the Collective Choir on Eau Claire Hometown Media. To find out more about the Collective Choir or the church you heard about in this podcast, please follow us on Facebook or visit www.collectivechoir.org.